from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, Lord. There was a wedding in Cana at Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. When the wine ran short, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, how does, this how does your concern affect me? My hour is not yet come. His mother said to the servers, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for, a Jewish, for Jewish ceremonial washings, each holding 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus told them, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, draw some out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it. And when the head waiter tasted the water that had become wine, without knowing where it came from, although the servers who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, an inferior one. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this as the beginning of his signs at Cana in Galilee and so revealed his glory. And his disciples began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wipe away our sins. What is needed for a feast? A reason to celebrate? People who have something in common? Something to celebrate? The best food that can be shared? And something good to drink? We need to have food and drink in abundance for a feast because it cannot be a true celebration unless there is plenty for all. In addition, we would expect music and probably dancing. All of these elements are part of special celebrations. Feasts mark a special time, a time when we can leave aside our difficulties and sufferings, for a moment, we can experience a world that is full of peace, goodwill, and joy, 
a world of abundance, unity, and love. For this reason, a feast, a banquet, is a sign of the reign of God. What we experience, at least for a short time, offers us a vision of the unending feast that God is preparing for us. In the Gospel for today, we see an image of the feast that will take place in heaven. A wedding is being, being celebrated. What more powerful celebration of love is there on earth? Who is present? Jesus, his mother, his disciples, and other members of the family and friends of the bride and groom. In other words, the whole church is represented. What is the church other than a community gathered with the Lord, living, learning, and celebrating God's love? But during the celebration, a problem arises. There is not enough wine. Perhaps more people came to the feast than they expected. Jesus does not pay any attention to the problem. He's focusing on his mission, his journey through suffering and death in order to defeat them. But his mother does give her attention to the problem. In fact, she seems to notice even before the head waiter notices. And it is a problem. Those who have gathered for the banquet are not drinking Coca-Cola. The water in that time and place is not drinkable. They need wine for the feast. Mary brings that situation to the attention of her son. In the banquet of heaven, Christ will provide the wine. Christ will be the wine that satisfies all. At his last supper, you will remember, he took the chalice, gave thanks to God, blessed the wine, and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. The wine, become his blood, is the drink that will sustain us it will not only make possible the celebration of the feast of God's amazing love, but better than any protein shake, it will also give us strength for the journey. As Jesus tells us in the Gospel of John, the one who drinks my blood will have eternal life. What a great mystery. On that day of the wedding feast at Cana, 
at the beginning of his public ministry, through the intercession of his mother, Jesus changed water into wine for the feast. Later, at his last supper, he would change wine into his blood. On the day following the Last Supper, he would give his blood right down to the last drop for our salvation, that we might receive the forgiveness of our sins and participate in the eternal feast of heaven. But the Lord has an important question for us along these lines. It is the same question that he asked his disciples when they pleaded to be allowed to sit at his right and his left at the heavenly banquet. He asks, can you drink the cup that I am going to drink? In other words, if you want to take part in the feast, you will need to be willing to share in my sufferings. Can we, like Jesus, remain faithful to our Heavenly Father as Jesus was? Can we die to ourselves in the service of our brothers and sisters just as Jesus did? If we drink with Christ from the cup of tribulations here in this life, if we participate in the bread which is his body and the cup which contains his blood poured out for us in this Eucharist, we will be able to share also in the celestial banquet that Christ prepares for us, a feast in which the, the food and drink will never run out and our joy will last forever.